Hey Shakers, and welcome to Worth Your Salt, the podcast that shakes up your marketing game in the health and wellness industry. Worth Your Salt is brought to you every Thursday by Salt Marketing. Salt Marketing helps health and wellness practitioners build trust and authority to attract a steady stream of inbound wellness seekers. For more information, you can visit us online at saltmarketing.co. I'm Jennifer Oroqua, Story Brand Certified Guide and Marketing Strategist with Salt Marketing, and your host for today's episode of Worth Your Salt. Now, we spend most of our time here on Worth Your Salt talking about how to market and grow your business. After all, that's what we do at Salt Marketing. But today I'm veering off course just a bit because I want to share something which, as an entrepreneur, I found great value in. This is a topic that strikes at the heart of many small business owners, particularly those in the health and wellness sector, the elusive quest for financial security and profitability. So in this episode of Worth Your Salt, we are so fortunate to have with us Deborah Casera and Sabrina Pellick, CPAs, authors, speakers, and entrepreneurs. They co-founded Innate Potential, a firm which offers financial services to businesses in the health and wellness industry with a focus on chiropractic. Deborah and Sabrina are with us today because they have taken the core principles of Mike Michalowicz's book, Profit First, and adapted the simple cash flow method to help chiropractors transform their dreams into profitable reality. Deborah, Sabrina, thank you so much for joining me today on Worth Your Salt. And thank you so much for having us. We're so excited to be here today. Yeah, we're looking forward to uh, sharing the message. So first question for you, as health and wellness practitioners, chiropractors often face very unique financial challenges. So I wanted to start by just talking about some of the common financial hurdles that you've seen chiropractors encounter while trying to establish and grow their practices. I guess one of the main things that we see is that they're healers, so they almost don't recognize the importance of a profit. So they have to get the mindset to know, I have the right to make a profit in my business. And then the second thing is they don't know when the right time is to hire additional support staff. And what's the right compensation package to put together? For sure. So I could see where cash flow management is a significant struggle for all small businesses, including chiropractic. What specific cash flow issues do health and wellness practitioners encounter? How can the Profit First methodology help us address those specific challenges? Well, specifically in chiropractic, you have both the idea of using insurance and then also the issues that come with maybe using care plans or payment plans. And both of those things add unique challenges because you're either waiting for the insurance company to pay you some time in the future, which could be six, eight, 12 weeks from now, um, or you're collecting money up front. And both of those things add complexity when it comes mm-hmm comes to managing your cash because you're not just collecting money at the time of service. Mm -hmm. So one of the great things about Profit First is that by taking your income and allocating it to the different accounts, profit, owner's comp, tax, and operating expense accounts, you're starting to even out those ebbs and flows that you see in the income that you're collecting in your practice. And that gives you a little bit of cushion and it gives you more feedback and understanding in what you can and what you can't spend. And that's one of the biggest questions a lot of people have is how much money do I have to spend? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we all look at our bank accounts and go, oh, look, I have money. So, (laughs) so, and, and going back to something that you said, Deborah, a minute ago, you know, many health and wellness practitioners come into the profession with a passion for helping others, but lack the financial expertise to really run a profitable practice. So how does Profit First for Chiropractors bridge that knowledge gap and empower them to achieve sustainable financial success? That's a great question. One of the things that when I first read Profit First, the main book, 
It basically took the language that accountants understand and they put it into a language that the chiropractor or the practitioner or business, any business owner can actually understand and make use of it. That's a big thing. You don't have to have a financial degree to know where you are. The great thing about it is you now have the ability to look at your bank accounts and have a good indication of where your business is. Doesn't mean you don't need your accountant or your CPA. They still serve a purpose in your business. But now you can make business decisions on a regular basis and feel pretty confident. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And Sabrina, you mentioned, you know, insurance reimbursements and, you know, with with that and increasing operational costs, maintaining profitability can be really hard. So how does your adaptation of the Profit First system provide a practical approach to overcome these obstacles? With Profit First, the best thing about it is that it gets you the information you need in a timely manner. With accounting, everything's done in the past and it takes so long to record the transactions and make sure everything's correct and prepare financial statements. And it's a whole long process. And I'm not saying that that's not important, but oftentimes it's very outdated by the time you get it. So while it's helpful to understand what you've done to make decisions in the past, it doesn't help you in the moment. And with insurance and really cash collections of any kind, it doesn't really matter who's paying you. It's important to know how much money you have in the bank now and to get those red flags of, hey, something's not right as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of Profit First is once you've implemented it and you really start to like notice the trends in your income account, you can see immediately when you have a problem that needs to be addressed. Mm -hmm. This now allows you to get the information that you need faster rather than finding out you had a drop in income three months ago. Right. Well, you know, that's not going to help me. I needed to take action before. You know, the emotional toll of that, of the financial stress can really impact the overall well-being of the chiropractors themselves and their ability to deliver quality care to their patients. So I'm wondering how Profit First for Chiropractors not only addresses financial problems, but can also contribute to the overall well-being of chiropractic professionals. Well, I think whenever you put yourself at the bottom of the payment structure, you automatically affecting your your own personal emotional feeling about how you feel when you put your hand on the doorknob and you walk into your practice. So I think that profit first philosophy of putting the owner's salary and profits first instead of at the bottom, it makes a whole difference of how you value yourself. And when you have strong value of yourself, you're in a better position to serve others. And Profit First allows you because it gives you a different perspective of looking at your business. Instead of trying to figure out what do I need to buy? What do I need to spend on? What does my practice look like? You're now saying to yourself, this is how much money I bring in. This is how much I should be making for that service. This is what I should be making for profit. And this is what I have left over to spend on expenses. I love that. The profit first mindset is so huge. All right, Deborah, Sabrina, we need to take a quick sponsorship break right now. But when we return, I want to talk about how the principles of profit first can make a dramatic difference in the health and wellness industry. Stay with us. Gaining clarity around your brand message is vital to designing your sales funnel. At SALT, we believe in the seven-part story brand framework. That's why we're pleased to offer you a live story brand session with author Donald Miller and the story brand team. In 48 hours, you'll learn to clarify your messaging and know you're doing it right. You'll create the only seven messages you need to grow revenue for your business. You'll be coached by StoryBrand certified guides and create your five-part sales funnel that will help you boost revenue right away. Head over to saltmarketing.co slash live for dates, details, and registration. That's saltmarketing.co slash live. 
We are back here on the Worth Your Salt podcast with Deborah Casera and Sabrina Pellick, authors of Profit First for Chiropractors. At Salt Marketing, we use Profit First, but for those unfamiliar with the Profit First system, can you provide an overview of the core principles? Sure. So the core principles actually come from a health and wellness background. Um, so there's four core principles that if you really embody the principles, it will make all the difference in your practice. So the first one is small plates. So this is the idea that the smaller the plate, the less you eat. Money-wise, the smaller the plate that you serve money from, aka a bank account, the less you'll spend. When you look in your bank account and you see a whole bunch of money, you spend it. Mm -hmm. Well, that money I spent wasn't supposed to be for operating expenses. That was my salary. And now I don't have a salary. So in Profit First, we address that by saying, "Mm -mm, no more one bank accounts. It causes too much confusion. It gives you too much uh, leeway to spend when you're not supposed to. We're going to take that money and we're going to allocate it to different bank accounts, smaller plates, and assign every dollar that comes into your practice a purpose. And that is a huge thing to think about. Every dollar that comes into your practice has a purpose from the day it's generated. Yeah, that's fantastic. So the second principle is serve sequentially. So when you think about how you go about eating off of your plate, you would want to eat the most nutrient-dense foods first so that you are full on the things that are going to give you the nutrients to run your body. We don't sit down usually and eat chocolate cake first. Some cultures do. (laughs) You shouldn't. (laughs) Um, But you probably want to eat your broccoli first and your proteins and make sure that you're getting all the food that your body needs to run. So profit, that's what's going to sustain you as you move forward, it's going to give you the flexibility to grow your practice, make the changes you want in your practice, or live the lifestyle you want. So we serve sequentially and we start with profit. And then there is no practice if you don't work there. So if you hate your practice, you don't want to show up there, you don't want to give good patient care. Every time you touch the doorknob, you just feel like you want to throw up or go home and hide in your, under your bed then you're not going to be a great chiropractor. So the next thing you need to do is make sure that your home life is steady and is what you need to live so that you feel supported and you can go out and serve your community. So after the owner's compensation, we move into the tax account. And the tax account is there so that at the end of the year, you don't have a big tax bill that you can't afford. You want to be able to save money in the period in which you earn it to pay the government. This ensures that you don't have to sacrifice in January through March in order to pay off last year's tax debts. And the final account in Profit First is operating expenses. So now your operating expenses have to live within what's left over. You're no longer the person that has to live with what's left over. So this makes a big difference in how you view your practice, how you feel about yourself. And it also creates motivation because you want to see that profit that you're saving at the beginning grow. So Mike Michalowicz describes profit first like the old envelope system that people used to use to manage their household budgets, the specific amounts of cash into different accounts. But that's a pretty unusual way of managing a business's finances. So how does this unique approach to cash management help chiropractors overcome those cash flow issues we talked about that they commonly face? Well, your envelope system was like maybe your rent, your utilities, your food bill. Mm -hmm. 
the profits first, the envelopes that they were basically making up, which we call bank accounts now, is uh, your income account, your owner's comp, your OPEX, you know, it's all the tax account, it's all these types of accounts. So it's a little bit different. And you're basically taking your income and you're dividing it amongst the expenses. Why it's so unique as an approach to cash management is because it took out the accounting formulas. Because the accountants understand statement of cash flow. Most business owners really struggle with that because it's looking at the balance sheet and it's looking at two periods and you're doing all kinds of math. So it becomes very hard for them to know how much money do I really have to spend using this envelope system, which I think was brilliant of him to come up with. I have to just say it was a brilliant approach. It simplified such a Mm -hmm. complex system. It actually improved the whole accounting systems. And by having these these envelopes being, this is my OPEX envelope. I have to take X percentage of every dollar I make and put it into that envelope. I have to save for taxes. I have to take so much a percentage of every dollar I make and put it into a tax envelope. I have to take a certain percentage and put into my profits and I have to take a percentage and put into my, my pay myself. That assures that at the end of the month, you have enough money to pay everything you should. It puts you in such control. It's crazy. Yeah, I love that. And we talked a minute ago about that. One of the key aspects of Profit First is the pay yourself first concept. So how does that principle help chiropractors make sure they receive fair compensation while still managing all those financial demands of their clinics? So you really need to focus on making sure that you're getting paid. And I was talking about this before. Without getting paid, you're going to end up leaving yourself to burnout or being unhappy with your practice. So you really want to make sure that you are getting rewarded for the work that you're doing. And two, if you ever got hurt and you needed to bring somebody else in, they're going to want to be paid. So Profit First really helps you make sure that you're setting your practice up in a way in which you're getting paid fairly for the work that you're doing. And it's all based on a percentage of your revenue, which makes it really cool because you can adjust it for how your practice is operating. Um, And it grows with you as your practice grows in income. Yeah, absolutely. And and Profit First encourages businesses to prioritize profit over revenue, which was that was definitely a, a tough concept for me. And, and I think it probably <laughs> seems counterintuitive to some people. So how does this counterintuitive approach benefit chiropractors and contribute to their financial stability? And just like you said, it's it is counterintuitive to most businesses. We think we need more revenue, more revenue. Right. And most doctors think they need more patients, more new patients. That will make a difference. But they never stop to say, is that patient adding to my practice? And there's several levels that somebody could add. There's some patients that might be profitable, but they're emotionally draining or they take up too much time out of the practice. Others are just not profitable for you. But it's just so you don't look at the profitability of the care you're providing. And that's very important. So when you start to have a system where you look at profits first and you say a percentage of every dollar has to go to profits, because no one should own a business and not be making a profit. What Profit First does, when you prioritize profits, you become more innovative. You become more aware of where your money's coming from and what's good business for you and what's not. So you learn how to run and spend money that's going to improve your, your bottom line. And that encourages a, a mindset of abundance versus scarcity mentality. So you end up enjoying your practice. So many things happen 
when profits become something you feel comfortable with. And I can't stress that enough for practitioners. No good business runs without profits. Yeah. And so much of what you're describing is about mindset. Can you explain how you've tailored the Profit First system to specifically accommodate the varying financial needs of chiropractors' practices? How does it help them achieve their their dreams and maintain profitability? So the last core principle of Profit First is setting up a rhythm. And this is one of the most important parts of the whole system. And what you want to do is create an environment that managing your money becomes fun and engaging. It's something you want to do rather than something you dread doing. And that's one of the great things about Profit First is that it kind of creates this gamification. So in the last principle, creating a rhythm, you want to look at your schedule and find two days a month in which you can sit down and really focus on your practice finances and where you can make your allocations and see how you're doing and then start to really understand the ebbs and flows in your business. And these percentages give you the ability to say what you want it to be. You can look at your income and say, okay, well, I need this amount of money at home. I need this amount of money for taxes. Now this is what I have left over to pay for my operating expenses. And then you design the practice to meet that. And it grows with you. So as your practice grows, you can adjust the percentages to meet the needs and the demands of the growing practice. I love that. It's all about Profit First is all about priorities mm-hmm. and, and what you're, you're looking for in life. What does success look like for you? All right, it's time for another quick break. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Worth Your Salt podcast. And today I'm talking with the authors of Profit First for Chiropractors, Deborah Casera and Sabrina Pellick. These financial gurus have taken the core principles of Profit First and crafted a simple cash flow method to empower wellness practitioners to transform their dreams into a profitable reality. We'd love to hear your thoughts. So be sure to join us over on Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook, and let us know how Profit First has changed how you look at your financial management. So now I'm sure since you began implementing the Profit First method in chiropractic practices, you've seen some positive outcomes. How has it transformed the financial landscape of the businesses that you work with? So a couple of things come to mind when you say that. One is in preparation for the book, we did a lot of interviews with doctors using Profit First and also those doctors who did not use Profit First in their practice. And that was very interesting. Their whole conversations when we interviewed them was totally different. One person said to me, if I had known about this 10 years ago, I wouldn't have walked away from my business and basically sold it for almost nothing. Where another chiropractor who had been following it sold you know, seven figures he was able to sell his uh, practice for. So that's one thing that was pretty interesting just as an observer. The ones who followed Profit First really knew the answers to what their business was costing them. They understood their company. And when we spoke to people who had not, they almost didn't even know what I was asking when I was asking questions about profit first and how much money did their business make. And, you know, all they knew were there was sometimes they didn't have a lot of money and it affected their home life. uh, And they wish that was different. One woman we worked with, she said, in school, we don't learn anything about finance. Obviously, there's not enough time. Their curriculum is extensive. They don't have time to start learning finance. So they graduate to go open up a practice with no financial uh, wherewithal. So she, basically her professors had said, you probably won't be profitable for three years. Well, she was not too happy with that. She needed to hit the ground running. So she found Profit First for chiropractors. She reached out to us and she implemented it from day one. 
within three months, and this was during COVID, she was profitable. Not only did her practice grow over the last couple of years, but one thing that was interesting is a friend of hers who's not using Profit First was concentrating on revenue. And her revenue was like twice what this girl's revenue was. But when they got down to profits, the person following Profit First was making more money and taking home more money than the person doing twice as much work. Yeah, that's huge. Like I can see the beauty of starting it for day one, from day one. But for our listeners who are eager to kickstart their financial transformation using Profit First, they, they may be already down the path a little bit and have a different accounting system. So what are some immediate steps they can take right now to get started on this journey? So the biggest step you can do is go to your bank or go online and open a, an account and title it Profit and start allocating 1% of your sales. I don't care if you haven't been profitable or you don't even know if you're profitable. If your business can operate on $1,000, it can operate on 990. So take that $10, put it in an account and label it profit. No matter how small the profit is, it's a motivator. It's something that you can point to and say, hey, look, I didn't have that last week and now I have this and it's profit. And as it starts to grow, it starts to build more and more motivation to continue with the system. So it gives you that boost and that gamification and that reward for all your hard work. And it's something you can point to in a bank account. And I think that's something that's really lacking in the accounting system because you look at your P&L and you look at the bottom and that's not even all of your expenses if you have loans because those are on the balance sheet and this is over there. And it's like, wait a second, I don't understand. I have like $1,000 in my bank account. Why is my account and telling me I owe $5,000 in taxes? It's just not easy to understand. So if there's anything you take away from this podcast is that the overwhelm you're feeling and the, the confusion you feel, you're not alone. There's so many people out there that feel the same way. And Profit First is really the answer we've all been looking for. I think a lot of people just feel overwhelmed by their their own finances. And so, you know, health and wellness practitioners in particular struggle to strike that balance between investing in their business's growth and securing financial stability. So how has Profit First helped your clients find that equilibrium? What tips can you share with our audience to achieve that, that same harmony in their own, own lives? The biggest thing is with the, the profit account, you take 50% of the profits for yourself as a reward and you leave 50% in the business. And as your business grows, the 50% that stays also grows. So it gives you the ability to reinvest in your practice and not cut at home and not feel guilty about not investing. Any final words of encouragement for our listeners who might still be hesitant to embrace this profit first system? I don't know why they would be, but how can they overcome those doubts or resistance and take that crucial step towards transforming their finances for the better? Well, I would say just stop, just go and do it. Just do it. Don't don't make excuses why. Just opening up one account and putting 1% of your revenue there will start to change your mindset. As accountants, we still find and we use Profit First in our business. And I know you do as well. Mm -hmm. I don't have any client who's on Profit First who called me and said, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. That to me is the biggest testimonial. Best final words of encouragement is just do it. Don't wait. It's just slowing you down from having the practice of your dreams. It'll change the way you feel every day you walk into your office. And even offices that are 
very successful. They're doing over a million dollars a year. They, When they first get involved with Profit First, they think they don't need it. But after they're using it, they can't believe how much more in control they are and how much better they're not only they function, their staff functions and the care they provide. Yeah. And I absolutely can attest to that. And even the the gamification angle we've talked about, where you want to go in and you want to look at those accounts and, oh, I put this over here and this over here. And you actually go back and look at those accounts. You're like, well, I'm doing really well. So that's for sure. So if our listeners want to learn more about what you do, uh, your company, where can they go? You can visit us at profitfirstchiro.com and you can get a copy of the Profit First for Chiropractors book on Amazon. Perfect. Of course, uh, a link to Profit First for Chiropractors and a link to um, Sabrina and Deborah's uh, LinkedIn profiles, as well as the tools we've talked about today, will be over on our website at saltmarketing.co. But right now, Deborah, Sabrina, it is time for our lightning round questions. These are a few quick questions that I like to ask of every guest. Are you both ready? Yeah. Sure. Okay, great. So first question is, what is the best book you've read recently? Well, Sabrina, you might have a fun, t- fun answer to that one. Yeah. So I love to read, but I currently, like I said before, have a two-year-old who takes all my time. Mm-hmm. So right now, my favorite books are books with animals and colors. So that maybe we can start to learn our animals and colors. I love it. So next question is, what is your favorite thing about the work that you do? Best thing what we do is really uh, the groundwork that we provide and the inspiration we provide to get Profit First implemented with the doctors we work with. And Yeah, it's so great to see just the confidence that the doctors who have implemented Profit First have. You talk to them on the first call and they're like, eh, I don't know, maybe. And then by like (laughs) six months, three months down the road, they get on the call and they're telling you everything. And you're like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. All right, next question. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? One of the things we both felt with great advice was actually somebody we interviewed for the book. They said this, you don't mix up your personal purpose with your business purpose. And they said, ask yourself, what is your purpose? And that's your personal purpose. And that might be to heal and to serve your community. But your business purpose has to be or should be to make a profit. Yeah, that's really good advice. I like that. All right. So last question is who or what inspires you? So Annabella, my daughter, is what inspires us. And actually, not a lot of people know this, but Deb is my mother-in-law. So we have that common little Annabella. um, (laughs) And she really provides us with our inspiration. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Worth Your Salt, Deborah and Sabrina. Thank you. Well, thank you for having us. We appreciate it. I also want to thank our listeners and let you know that if you're ready for your Worth Your Salt debut, tell us about your expertise by emailing us at grow at saltmarketing.co. Of course, be sure to subscribe at saltmarketing.co slash worth your salt so you never miss an episode. And finally, leave us a review or give the show a handful of stars wherever you get your content. That's all for this episode of Worth Your Salt. Be sure to join me next Thursday. We'll be talking about how to build your team and create a fantastic culture for your growing business. In the meantime, let's get out there and shake things up.